When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, August 13th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Give them a call today. Become their next new patient like I did 26 years ago. I'm telling you, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. 317-849-2933. We are inside Simon Scott Assembly Hall where Indiana University plays basketball. Not a lot of students around, just athletes at this point. The students, they'll move in a little bit later in the month. But the football team, they were practicing a little bit earlier today. We had a chance to talk to offensive coordinator Kalen DeBoer, also Peyton Ramsey and Michael Penix, the two guys vying for the starting spot for Indiana University's football program. They're 18 days away from beginning their season. The 2019 season will be the third under coach Tom Allen, the first under offensive coordinator Michael, or uh, the first under offensive coordinator DeBoer. We'll talk to him in a little bit. Let's talk basketball though. You know what? Friday afternoon late, Anthony Leal, he proclaimed, he committed to Indiana. The first under DeBoer is an offensive coordinator. Let's talk about basketball a little bit first. On Friday, Anthony Leal from Bloomington South High School committed to the Hoosiers. That's a pretty big deal. Anytime you get a guy who is considered to be one of the best three players in the state of Indiana in any class to commit to Indiana University, it's a big deal. Archie Miller has really doubled down on his efforts to continue to recruit well the state of Indiana, and I think that's where championships lie. All right, you recruit a bunch of kids from Indiana, you kind of fill in with some spackle nationally, and that has been a recipe for success at Indiana for a long time. A lot of people say that the uh, basketball recruiting environment has changed, and that doesn't work anymore. I don't believe that. Indiana produces great basketball players because people in Indiana play basketball first. Archie Miller, if he's going to win at Indiana, he's going to recruit well the Hoosier State. Leal... If he's not Mr. Basketball in 2020, he's going to finish in the top three in basketball 2020. If they can successfully get 
Mr. Basketball for a third consecutive season in the state of Indiana. That'll be the first time, I think, maybe in the program's history, at least going back to the 50s. That's a hell of a thing for Archie Miller. When you become Mr. Basketball, your dream should be to play at IU as long as IU can put you on a track to play in the NBA. If they show an ability to train you and get you ready for that level of basketball, then Indiana ought to be the destination for Indiana basketball players. But let's talk about Indiana football. They practiced today. We watched the practice, and then we talked to guys afterwards. Let's talk to offensive coordinator Kalen DeBoer. How do you feel about your quarterbacks? Really good, really good. Um, I don't have a decision yet, so but uh, uh, really good. And you see them all growing, and uh, I am putting them in spots right now. Today's a great example. I put them in so many spots where they had to process, and you know, I'm just, I'm just pushing them, pushing them, pushing them because I know I can always control things with the play calls, but I'm pushing them to see how far. Um, you know, and what they're capable of, 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 of doing, whether it's checking into something or checking out of something that looks really bad. So um, that's the key is just making sure we limit the bad plays. We'll be moving forward, and when we're in favorable down distances, uh, I think we're going to be pretty good. How do you think they handled the scrimmage situation over the weekend? The scrimmage was really good. Um, probably the only negative I really felt we had was we had some penalties uh, with the ones and the twos. Each had a couple penalties. I think we had four penalties. And it was it was good to have the officials there, um, just because then we can see you know the results of what happens when you have major penalties you know. And so as far as just our normal uh, procedure, I think it was good for me. I was up in the box for the first time, and just the communication and all of that, and the guys handled it really well. But the scrimmage was was great from a um, you know we got a lot of things out of it uh, from communication to you know just the execution of the concepts and the plays. It was good. No turnovers, so it was good. Seemed to be a little bit more uh, inaccuracies and kind of missed targets from the quarterbacks today. Was that part of that, just being some of the new stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, there was probably two balls that I thought we should have had um, that we've run plays. You know, we've run those since day two or day three. I thought we missed a couple. I was kind of disappointed in that. But it was also different guys working with different people um, on those two as well, now that I think about it. But, uh, yeah, there, there was some new – the timing, and you can see the receivers were a little hesitant and uh, the packages that we put in today. Um, I love it, and uh, it's going to be good. Um, and once we start executing it fast, you know, then all that will start gelling. We were focusing on a couple different things uh, on the concepts as well. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not reading into it. We need to get better. We'll do the same stuff uh, tomorrow or Thursday and Friday. We'll work on the same concepts and, and get them down. We've done a lot of – the guys did a great job this summer repping, repping things, and uh, we're, we've been really good because of that. And uh, I think we were close to 70% in the, in the, in the scrimmage, you know, with uh, some pretty good explosive plays. So um, today with the percentage was down. I don't know what it was, but we'll find out. We track them all. But, uh, yeah, I think it would be less than what the standard has that we've set for yeah, sure. A number of different coaches, this, but some freshmen, as you get deeper into camp, You've seen them in live situations, scrimmage situations, things like that. Are there some of uh, those first-year guys that maybe are jumping off the page to you? Well, we're throwing them in there um, these first two weeks. Um, Jordan Jakes and David Ellis, you know, are in there a ton uh, with the twos right now. Um, took a lot of reps today, which is part of, you know, I mean, there's a missed assignment, and now the quarterback's got to make something out of nothing, you know, but uh, he doesn't have his normal guys out there, so. 
Um, and then the quarterbacks are hesitant to make those adjustments because they're not sure if the young guy is going to pick up the, the adjustment himself. So, yeah, they're, they're getting a lot of opportunities. Um, Jordan Jakes and David Ellis in particular are two freshmen. Um, I think our linemen has been kind of mostly the upperclassmen in the first two groups, um, but uh, they're all coming along. Coach Allen said that after the scrimmage, with the quarterbacks, it actually made things harder just in terms yeah. of how they played. I mean, is it the same for you? Yeah, no doubt, because they both played really well. And, um, you know, um, and now I'm just trying to, again, push them to see what they can do and, and uh, you know, who's, who's willing to kind of put the team on their back. But um, they, both, they, they all three played really well. I mean, there were some, some great balls by all three of them for sure and good leadership too. Did say both. Are we down to two, or are we still looking no, at all no. Well, we, we took reps with a few of the guys. You know, they all three. Like today, you saw some guys taking reps with the threes and the ones. I mean, I'm still moving around, but some of that stuff is starting to happen. We're starting to try to weed it out, but nothing's been decided yet. So. That's Indiana offensive coordinator Kalen DeBoer. He's got a big decision. He, along with Tom Allen, they're going to figure out who the starting quarterback is going to be. It's going to be either Peyton Ramsey or it's going to be Michael Penix. Both guys, they showed a little something in practice today. Both guys, obviously flawed. There is no front runner. If you had a guy who checked all the boxes, he'd be the starter already. Neither of these guys do. Which is it going to be? Let's hear from Peyton Ramsey getting your arms around an offense that just kind of continues to develop yeah I think it's uh you know he laid the building blocks in the spring so um you know as he continues to throw new stuff at us I think um he's done a good job of laying a foundation for what we're doing and just building off certain formations and building off certain concepts you know maybe align a little bit different so while it is different there's a lot of similarities and there's a lot of um you know baseline knowledge that we already have and I think the three of us are all doing a really good job of picking it up and applying it uh during during team sessions have you enjoyed the competition, you know, the competitiveness with the two other guys and how hard has it been? Yeah, I mean, it's fun just to be out there, and that's kind of how I approach it every day, um, just to go out and, and be with the guys, um, you know, not even not even on, on the practice field, but just being here all day, um, you know, getting to spend time, building new relationships with guys that, you know, maybe you haven't got to, you know, talk to as much because we're here all the time and we're with each other all the time. So, um, yeah, the, the competition part, it, it's been fun uh, just to be out there and compete again. Um, but at the same time, it's just it's just been a fun fall camp. Just um, you know, really just getting to be around the guys. How would you grade yourself so far after the first couple of weeks? Yeah, um, I've been good. Um, you know, continuing to progress every single day. I think I've been consistent, um, stacking good days on top of good days, and um, you know, having a having a one and zero mindset like Coach DeBoer talks about. Uh, whether it be a new player, a new practice, just um, approaching it like I'm like I'm going to go dominate the next play um, and not worrying about anything else. So, so far I've been good. I've been consistent, and, uh, and I'm happy with where I'm at. There's Peyton Ramsey. Now let's hear from Michael Penix. You know, I feel like we all came out there focused. You know, we all came out prepared. We studied it in the film room this morning, so we come out to execute. You know, some things didn't go as planned because maybe the defense gave us a look that we weren't expecting. You know what I mean? We got to work on it every single day because maybe we might get a different look with a team we play and it could work successfully. So we just stayed focused and made sure that we just executed to the best of our abilities. Uh, Coach was talking about, uh, Coach DeBoer, 
just sometimes checks, you know, getting live reps and just seeing what you have to do at the line. I mean, how much of a progression has that been for you just during the fall? Well, it's been a huge progression, you know, because, you know, especially with the O-line, you, you need them blocking. You got to make sure you're in the right protection all the time or you're going to get hit. So that's one thing he stressed on us a lot. You know, we can't make a play happen if, we, if we're getting sacked. So that's one thing we always focus on in the meeting rooms. All three of us, we push each other to make sure that we're great at that, that spot. How do you evaluate how you've performed the first two weeks of camp? I feel like it's been going real good. You know, I've been real consistent. You know, just helping lead the team, make sure we're always in good situations. You know, don't make a bad situation worse. You know, every single day I'm just working my working my tail off to make sure that everyone is on the same page and that we stay consistent. Is there any residual with the knee for you? Do you feel it at all? Do you think about it at all? Can you kind of play without even worrying about it? No, I play without even worrying about it. You know, I'm 100. percent You know, ready to go full go. What do you think versus a year ago you're doing a lot better? A lot better leading vocally. You know, I, I became a more vocal leader, pushing the team every single day to come out, compete, do their best, and, you know, just give it all out for the team. You seem real comfortable in knowing what's supposed to be done by everybody on every play. And, and from that leadership standpoint, I've seen a few times where you've been able to get on receivers a little bit for right. breaking the wrong way or running the wrong route. Is right. that... Uh, you feel comfortable with that now to, to make sure you can you can stand up and say what you need to say? To yes, sir. To get better? Very comfortable. That, that comes with, you know, some experience from last year. I got to play. You know, that comes with just meeting every single day, you know, working together. We're all, we have officer meetings, so we're all on each other, make sure we're pushing each other to be the best offense in the Big Ten and in the country. All right, there's your IU football update. Who's it going to be? Ramsey or Penix? I don't know at this point. The conservative call would be Ramsey. Penix is the guy who can make more throws and get more yards with his feet, but he might turn it over a little bit. There's a high risk, high reward for Penix. There's a low risk, low reward with Ramsey. What kind of stomach does Tom Allen have for that kind of risk? We're going to find out as the starting quarterback is named at some point during the next couple of weeks. It's only 18 days until the opener at Lucas Oil Stadium against Ball State. In other fall sports on the campus of Indiana University, this will be year two for Steve Aird as the head volleyball coach. They've got a new facility, Wilkinson Hall, absolutely gorgeous. It'll serve as the home for both IU women's volleyball and IU wrestling. Volleyball took some strides to the good last year. Looks like they're going to take some more. Let's talk to Coach Aird and figure out just what the hell's going on with IU Volleyball. Big upgrade last year over the year prior. Uh, what's the key to getting this thing rolling here? Well, first was kind of, first of all, thanks for the opportunity. Good to see you. Um, you know, the first thing was to kind of put a plan together on what we were trying to do. And obviously it starts with trying to recruit and, and build the culture of a program and, and take it from a place, you know, when we got here, we were struggling. They were coming off a 1-19 season, um, you know, three or 400 people per home match. And what we wanted to do is just create energy. Uh, with everything that we touched, recruit well, start to put in some systems and culture. And we've been able to do that uh, for the most part. I think we outkicked our coverage a little bit last year. But the culture uh, certainly was improved. We we had better results on the court. I think the kids are doing good in the classroom, and uh, you know we're on our way. How big a deal is the state of Indiana toward building uh, a really high-quality girls' volleyball program? Some of the best teams in the country, Final Four teams, have multiple kids from Indiana on the rosters. So... When I took the job, understanding the state and how good it is, how deep it is, uh, there's so many good high school coaches, club coaches, um, obviously a lot of really good colleges in the state. But volleyball, volleyball matters in Indiana at a, at a really high level, and I would argue it's in the top three or four states in the country in terms of just volleyball talent. So for us, uh, 
being lucky enough to be in a state with this uh, this amount, this volume of great players and coaches is is uh, is a wonderful thing. And Muncieana is a big deal toward that, right? Yeah, that's a great club. Obviously, they've done a good job. I think all of the clubs in the Indiana area, uh, Indianapolis area specifically, uh, are doing a fantastic job. But it's funny. It's the game within a three- or four-hour drive from this campus. There's some of the best volleyball in the country uh, and some cities with elite kids um, that are doing things at a really high level, great coaches. For us, obviously, though, you know, I'd like to consider it the flagship school of the state, and we want to we want to recruit and go after the top players in the in the state every year. Indiana being a kind of a hotbed for talent was that what drew you here? Was the, at the university? What made this the right place for you? I think uh, there was a number of factors. I think number one, uh, I was I was so impressed with the administration. I think Fred. Uh, when I sat down with him, was just a solid human being. He believed in what I was uh, hopefully capable of doing. Um, I had a young family, three kids, kids under eight, uh, and my wife and I thought that this was an unbelievable place to raise a family, a great town. Uh, so obviously those things really mattered. From the, from the building a program standpoint, this is a phenomenal school. It's a beautiful campus. A lot of kids want to go to school here. Um, and then with the addition of the new facility being built, mm-hmm. the fact we compete in what we believe is the best conference in the country. Uh, and I've had a lot of, you know, a lot of miles in the Big Ten, so I've, I'm kind of a Big Ten guy. Um, the icing on the cake might be that I'm from Toronto, Toronto land area, and London, Ontario, and being able to, to see my family, get home if I have to. Um, the geography worked, the vision of it worked, and obviously it was a stock I was ready to buy because there was so much exciting things going on. Let's talk about the building for a minute because it's it's relatively new. I was in here not quite a year ago, I think, as it was still kind of being finished. How how unique is this nationally as a facility? Yeah, I mean, I think there's you could argue there's a few facilities in the country that might be better, but in terms of volleyball, uh, we have three Olympic courts. Kids have locker rooms, suites, uh, training rooms, film rooms. We have all of the offices and office suites in here. It's it's right across the street from where the freshmen live in the dorms. Uh, it's on the athletic campus right beside Assembly Hall, right by the football stadium where they spent 50-plus million on nutrition and sports med. It really is as good a setup as you could imagine for a college volleyball player, and obviously our team is grateful for it. I think the players that we're recruiting understand the commitment that the administration has made, and the fact that the school community administration um, state is as excited as they are, is it makes it pretty fun to come to work. What's your biggest challenge? I think it's, you know, it's the old saying about to, to push the rock uphill first, you got to stop roll, rolling down. Um, you know, one in 19 in conference is tough, and they've had great players, they've had great coaches in Indiana. I think sometimes it just happens. And um, I think it was changing the perception, not only regionally, but nationally, that we're going to be able to get it done. Um, and I think in the first year, obviously we, we had some success. We did some pretty cool things. Recruiting has gone crazy and we're bringing in some really, really elite talent over the next few years. I think the top players in Indiana are taking a really good look at us early, uh, excited about it. We had a lot of the top kids, um, here in the summer at camps. And so, you know, you want people to realize it's, we have everything you need to have success. It's a destination place. It's in the best conference. Um, and when you look at all those factors, I think taking it from not being sure if that was going to be the case here to people understanding that we are going to be able to get it done was a big deal. And you've got some legacy uh, Indiana athletes on the. You've got a Sloan 
who I know is Brian Sloan's daughter, and you've got an Oliphant, uh, the daughter of Jeff and, and Nancy Oliphant. How about that? Yeah, we, we could have a heck of a squad of uh, former basketball player dads. You know, uh, you know, yeah. a- Emily Fitzner's yeah. father played basketball at Stanford, and um, you know, Ashley Zuloff's father played basketball at Michigan State for Judd Heathcote. I mean, it's it's good. It's it's a cool culture. Um, obviously, uh, I think it's going to be fun for them to watch their kids play in the Indiana Jersey and come to matches and support it. And, uh, what I can say about all of them across the board, just really good people, good families, uh, very supportive of their daughters and just good human beings. So it's great to have them around the program. You know, it's, uh, volleyball is an interesting sport. And, and the thing that I like about it is it's not very complicated, but when you get in, like to watch and understand how scoring works, but it's very complicated when you get into the strategies, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, I think the cool part about it, especially a venue like this, as a fan, as someone who gets to show up to the game, you can start to learn the nuance pretty quick. Um, I'm a Toronto guy, so I'm a huge hockey fan. And I think it's the same. I think it's when people go to live hockey and they see it, it's uh, it's a whole different feeling. Mm-hmm. I think when people see volleyball in the Big Ten live, um, they get a true appreciation of just how talented these women are and uh, learn a little bit more about the sport. And obviously, we hope they watch it and come on back. When do you guys get rolling? We open August 30th. Uh, August 30th and 31st will be the first time that we we open up in this building, um, playing four matches over two days, obviously um, really excited to open it up. Uh, Jay Wilkinson, who's the name donor on the building, and his family are going to be here. We obviously are indebted to him. Super grateful for his contributions. But there's so many people that care about the sport and the program now. We're expecting it to be sold out in a pretty wild night. And uh, August 30 and 31 will be uh, our first crack at this. Perfect. Thanks so much. Thanks for spending the time. All right, now that's a hell of a Tuesday. You kidding me? We talked to the offensive coordinator for IU football, the two candidates for the starting quarterback position, and the head volleyball coach, who I think is going to do a fantastic job. Steve Aird, really good dude, really good volleyball coach, nationally respected. He knows that he's got to recruit Indiana from the inside out and that Michigan... And that Munciana is one of the keys to the success at Indiana Volleyball. Tomorrow, Colts practice, a joint practice out there at Grand Park. They take on and they practice with the Cleveland Browns. That's going to be fascinating. That's not till 4 o'clock tomorrow. We will talk to you from Grand Park in advance of that practice about the Indianapolis Colts. Don't forget Breakfast with Kent. Tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live and then 8.15 on Periscope Live. Also, of course, on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Should be a fabulous day. You know what I'm so... This is the thing. All right, a lot of people say, there's nothing going on in sports. My ass. There's a lot going on in sports, and we talked about a bunch of it here today while other people are sitting around with their thumbs up their asses talking about what's on TV and what they're going to do on vacation. Ridiculous. Sports, nothing but sports, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Thanks for joining me. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.